Welcome back to hour number three. Our next guest says this. Every Tuesday is Fat Tuesday if you want it to be. Absolutely. That is wisdom. Joining me in studio this morning is political commentator Jordan Carpenter. Well said, friend. How was your Mardi Gras? How was your Fat Tuesday? Get the baby on your piece of cake? You know, I never do. Oh. <laughs> I did have a piece of king cake. You did? Okay. My wife's going to be upset because I'm not supposed to have king cake, but oh. I did. Good for you. That's only one Tuesday out of the year. That's right. Unless Fat you want Fat Tuesday, as you wrote on Facebook, to be every Tuesday, <laughs> which in that case sounds like a pretty good deal. Um, appreciate you stopping by this morning. You really are the man of the hour, the man of the day. I was yesterday drifting in and out of sleep after the show, and a couple people blew up my phone. They said, you've got to go check out Jordan Carpenter's Twitter page. So I did, and I was in and out of sleep, like I just said, and when I read what you posted, I instantly came to, and I thought, OMG, we're talking about reparations. Where was this reported at? Why didn't we know this? And that sent you on a whole path to get to the bottom of what's coming up later today within the Shelby County Commission. What'd you find? And honestly, look, I'm an amateur at reporting. If I get some of these facts wrong, it's because I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. But it looks like today, well, first of all, the County Commission is meeting right now in a special called meeting to set a regular meeting for later today, about three o'clock. And uh, it's moving next week's meeting to today. And there's a, there's a full agenda, full agenda um, planned about schools and police reform and, and all kinds of things. We're getting to the end of the end of the fiscal year for the county. So they're trying to figure out how to spend money. And anyway, so this was added in. This is how we're going to spend money. And um, it's the main sponsor is Edmund Ford Jr., uh, um, a, a fiscally conservative Democrat who we actually usually count on to bring I, some sanity to um, what is otherwise out of control spending. And uh, he's the main sponsor, and there are seven other sponsors. So eight co-sponsors of this proposal that says the county will allocate $5 million um, to fund a study and then implement reparations. Now, I, I mistakenly thought that uh, they might need nine votes in order to pass this because <laughs> – I didn't think we had $5 million under the couch cushion that we could just, you know, say, hey, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, unallocated funds. Um, we have a lot of problems in this county. And the fact that there were there, you know, five million dollars sitting around that wasn't being put to use um, is kind of weird to me in the first place. But then I, I so I got wind of this because I'm in tune and I'm a nerd with the Shelby County government. But when I started a simple Google search, what anybody else can do, what is, what's the Daily Memphian said about this? What's the Commercial Appeal said about this? What's KWAM said about this? What's, nothing, crickets, except Forbes.com had an article. And it looks like, I mean, I can connect the dots. Uh, the young journalist at Forbes.com had a connection with Edmund Ford Jr. because he got an exclusive quote, a quote that I couldn't find anywhere else. And, you know, it looks like Commissioner Ford called this journalist, said, here's what I'm about to do. It was reported three or four days ago, Forbes.com, and that's it. And and even the premise of that reporting was Tennessee County to use COVID funds for reparations. Well, that is a mischaracterization of what's going on right now anyway, because uh, first of all, the proposal that's out there, which I which I published 
<laughs> on my own Google Drive and try to get the link out there because the Shelby County website is so unreliable sometimes. Uh, but it's like th- this is $5 million that we're going to do. We have the intention of being reimbursed by state and federal funds. But great. I- I'm so glad you have that intention. So the money is being allocated no matter where it comes from. And like I said, do we just have $5 million lying around in the county that we couldn't find anything else to do with when our schools are terrible, the crime is terrible? Like, are we really just looking for ways to spend $5 million? And so I I just said, look, when I saw that they moved the meeting from next Monday to today, I said, somebody's got to be talking about this. And I don't have a a giant social media following. I, I built up a little bit during the campaign, and I just thought, let's get it out there. And I I feel like, and I don't want to be presumptuous about my own reach, but I feel like if I hadn't done that, no one would be talking about it even today when they're voting on it at 3 o'clock this afternoon. It's crazy that it's coming up this quickly and none of the constituents knew about this vote. Correct. So my question is, where does this, where does the vote look like it could go if you have – what, four Republicans sitting on the commission? Yeah. How many votes do they need, and where do our listeners need to go and pressure? <sighs> Who's the person that could be the make or break for this reparation study plan to get pushed through? Yeah, I, I wish I wish there were someone. Again, I mistakenly believe we could put pressure on one commissioner who is not a co-sponsor, the, the Democratic commissioner, Michael Whaley, who's not a co-sponsor of this proposal. Um, I thought they might need his ninth vote, but I was wrong. And yeah. so wh- what do we do? What do we do? We, we, we say this is morally wrong. We make the moral case for why implementing race-based politics is anti-American and, honestly, it should be illegal. All right. You say we need to make the case that this reparation plan is morally wrong and that it is illegal. Want to go to our phone lines? We'll ask that question to Todd Starnes. He typically joins us in studio. Busy morning for Todd. Todd, you heard that. Your take on this reparations plan for $5 million of our dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know about the Republican commissioners and why haven't they alerted the public that this was going down? I mean, clearly they had to have known what was on the agenda. And I'm just wondering why no one bothered to speak out so that, you know, again, Jordan, we appreciate you doing uh, this incredible work. But this really should be on the Republicans on the county commission. Yeah, honestly, Todd, I agree with you, but I can't, uh, I can't speak to their motivations or lack of motivation or whatever. I think in this country and in our city, we have a tendency to dance around race because there are evils that happened in the past. There are evils that are visiting our society right now because of noxious, immoral attitudes. Uh, regarding race that are haunting us to this day. I I will say that full-throated with enthusiasm. But we do not fix the social ills caused by race-based politics instituted by Democrats by letting Democrats institute more race-based policies. That is insanity to say the Democrats did this by favoring one racial group in the law, and we're going to fix it by letting the Democrats favor one racial group in the law. Yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. But again, I think my my concern is who is fighting for that argument 
on the Shelby County Commission. I mean, if the Republican commissioners that we elected are not willing to stand up and speak out because they're afraid of being labeled a racist or a bigot or whatever, look, they're going to call you that anyway. That really doesn't matter. That's not going to change. So you could at least at that point, somebody needs to stand up and and do the right thing and start alerting citizens so we can get out there and, and have our say. Now, I am 55 years old. I was born and raised in Memphis, and I'm fairly certain that in my lifetime, there no one has been enslaved uh, here in, in Shelby County. So this idea of reparations, it's, it's, it's a lie. The whole thing is built on a lie, and it is meant to divide this city even farther, and it's got to be stopped dead in its tracks. Well said, Todd. I'm going to throw what you said, what Jordan said, out to the listeners this morning. Do you support a $5 million reparation study, or do you think it will further divide the city of Memphis? Call in like Todd did, like Bill and Cordova did. We want to hear from you guys, 901-260-5926. Again, that number is 901-260-5926. We're going to leave it there. Come back with Jordan. He's sticking around. We'll come back right after the break. And welcome back to Wake Up Memphis here on the Mighty 990, 107.9 FM, AM 990. Commissioner sent to vote on a $5 million reparation study. And you guys have thoughts this morning. Want to go out to Germantown. Murph is joining the conversation. Murph, what's on your mind today? Yes, sir. Thanks for taking this call. Of and course. it's amazing. It's mind-boggling as to whether or not some of our duly elected officials can read. The 13 British colonies became the United States of America in 1789. Approximately 20 years later, slavery was outlawed in the New England portion of the United States. Approximately 70 years later, slavery was outlawed in the southern portions of the United States. If Representative Ford has a gripe, He needs to sue the African Arab traders that sold human beings to the Portuguese, the Spanish, the French, and the British. And if he wants to go farther, he needs to sue the Confederate States of America. You and I have no business even entertaining reparations to anyone. Now, was slavery evil? And this is what we used to talk about in American government class at Germantown High School and Southwind High School. Was slavery evil? Yes. What is a blot? Was it a blot on Republican self-government? Yes. Has it been remedied on paper and legally? Yes, via the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, plus the various voting rights laws that were passed by our duly elected representatives. Have there been abuses? Yes. Is the American human being sinful? Yes. But to suddenly come out of the blue reparations, you have to ask the question, number one, that's our tax money. Number two, who's going to receive these quote-unquote reparations, and what's going to happen to those dollars when people receive them? So I don't know where this apparition comes from and i'll leave you with this why black america continues to support 
the Democratic Party, which was the main founder of the Jim Crow laws, the continued discrimination of the American black male and female, and the suppression of any of their aspirations is, is beyond me. Because after the Civil War, when the Confederacy reentered the Union, most of the U.S. senators that came out of the South were black Americans, and they were Republicans. Murphy, so, you, you've, you've laid out a lot of great history for us, and you're right on every point. Uh, what I would say is that the ugly underbelly of this is why would black Shelby Countyans support this and what I would say is because they can and I don't want to make it about race because it's not people across all racial groups should be opposed to inserting race-based politics into our policy but this is what happened with white Americans in the uh, 18th or 19th and 20th centuries white Democrats who said It might be morally wrong to favor our ethnic group over others in the law, but we're going to do it because we can. And that's what the Democrats of today are saying. It might be morally wrong for us to favor one ethnic group over another, but we can. And that is so ugly and so noxious in 21st century America that we have to reject it. We have to say, absolutely not. We are not going to stand idly by while you put into our law a policy that says one person is worth more and gets more access to government programs because of their skin color. Yeah, it's like 1,500 steps backwards, and we should be moving forward. And I think in this country, we have, right? Let's not forget who we elect, not just in the Oval Office, but here in Shelby County as well. Just take a look around next time you're at a commission meeting or a city council meeting. All right, let's go back to our phone lines. Appreciate Murph calling in and weighing in this morning. You can weigh in. Our number is 901-260-5926. Again, 901-260-5926. We want to say good morning to Vicki. Vicki, first of all, good morning. How are you? I am fine. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, what I did this morning is I Googled uh, who all the commissioners and started sending emails. First thing I did, I've um, sent, you know, it's easy to do. You just Google Shelby County Commission, and it pops up with their picture. It has their name. The one thing it doesn't say was their district and who your representative is. is that's the difficult part to find, yeah. unless I happen to know. Of course, mine is Brandon Morrison, and I've already sent her a very strong email. And, of course, I supported Mr. Jordan Carpenter for that position when he was running. And I think you're great, Jordan, by the way. Thank you. But I'm outraged. I spent last night sending out emails and texts, and I have group texts saying, I heard about this because Jordan went to Young Republicans, and my son Thomas happens to be chairman of that right now. He called me immediately and said, Mom, get out the word as much as you can. So that's what I've been doing all last night at 11 o'clock, bothering all my friends and everybody I, I could think of to say, look what's happening I, found it, I find it outrageous that they're doing the secret-type meeting. They're not making this public. They're not telling anyone. I have heard nothing from anyone. It's on the commission. I've only heard it from people who happen to be watching and listening, you know, and heard it from Jordan. I mean, everything has come from Jordan. So thank you, Jordan, so much for that. Uh, I think this $5 million is outrageous. It needs, it needs to be spent to help police, you know, police reform, to help get 
get more officers on the street, um, crime prevention. It's just outrageous. I'm just I'm just so outraged that they would consider doing something like this. You know, it's interesting that when you know the, they talked about there's one little mention there about helping them build their community and have areas um, for them in their community. And I'm thinking they just destroyed their community when they had all the riots and you know not riots, but when the people got out there and started breaking storefronts of, of business owners. And then they want to rebuild them, and, and yet they did it themselves in their own area. They And I, I just think that's outrageous. I think this is unbelievable. Well, thank you, Vicki, for emailing the commissioners because that's what we need. We need people to speak out. We need people to say this is not about black versus white. It is not about us versus them. The us is all of us. How is that? How is that something we're still arguing about in 2023 to expect Shelby County policy and and the and the laws that we pass in the commission or or wherever they should benefit all people. There's wisdom in simple sayings like a rising tide lifts all boats, not this tide's going to lift the boats filled with black people or this tide's going to lift a boat filled with white people. If a majority white county in another part of this state were trying to implement laws that favored white people mm-hmm. over black people formally, we would be outraged, w- rightly so. Every yeah. person that I know that I associate myself with in this town and other towns would say that is wrong. It that is illegal. Make the evening news. It would make national news. Right. It would probably make local news, don't you think, Ben? Maybe. But uh, it would it would be noxious, and everyone would agree. They have to agree here. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Appreciate, Vicki, you chiming in this morning, and as always, appreciate your insights in holding those elected accountable. Want to say a big thank you to Jordan Carpenter. Follow him at jcarpentertn on Twitter. You'll find a lot of what we've discussed this morning, and he breaks it all down very, very well. Thank you. On behalf of really the entire county and city, and who knows, maybe you could get a job at the Commercial Appeal, Daily Memphian after this. Right? (laughs) You're like a watchdog journalist. Uh, We don't have too many of those around, so we appreciate Jordan jumping on and sharing all of that. 901-260-5926. You can join the conversation. Do you support this $5 million reparations plan? Vicky is outraged. How about you guys? 901-260-5926. Conversation with Scotty Nell Hughes up next.